everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. And hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Maximize Your Mind. It's your host, Everett Shipman, coming to you back like I've never left. It is Monday in the nation's capital. This is the last Monday um, before this upcoming Spartan race. So excited about it. Got my team. We're getting ready. We're counting down the days. This Saturday, National Stadium is going down. If you're not in this race, you definitely want to make sure you get into the next one. Those details will be coming forth. Uh, if you have not yet gotten on um, my newsletter list where you're receiving it every week. I send two, uh, at least two <clears throat> newsletters a week filled with um, recipes, nutritions, nutrition tips and advice and workouts. You'll want to do that. Visit any one of my pages, FitGenius30. That's FitGenius30, whether that's at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Send me a link. Send me, a, send me your info. Um, sign up. I'll make sure you get it and are squared away. Um, today, we're just going to simply talk about maximizing your lifestyle. Okay, your lifestyle is what is the key to um, lasting fitness. All right. And part of that, I actually just got off Instagram not too long ago. And one of the guys that I follow is a comedian um, was bringing up something that actually Steve Harvey said which was um, in reference, and I don't know the context or anything like that, but uh, the idea was uh, that the, the two sides of the debate was um, whether sleep, whether you should be getting your eight hours of sleep or whether it's not that important and you can do without it. Well, listen, I'm a huge, huge fan and proponent of getting sleep every day, getting your eight hours. My bedtime is 11 o'clock, usually at the latest, um, sometimes I don't get in bed till 12, but I try to be in the bed at least by 11. Even if I don't fall asleep right away, I'm in the zone. I, and, and on the days that I can, I push it back, um, earlier to 10 or 1030. And he mentioned one key thing, uh, this particular guy, um, country Wayne, he mentioned in his, um, post that a lot of rich people are sick. Which, which is true. A lot of rich people are sick. They have these diseases they have, because they've pursued money and success for so long that they have literally robbed themselves of health in the pursuit of wealth. All right. And so I'm all about the balance. I'm all about pursuing um, anything that you want in life, but in moderation. All right. And so how do you set your lifestyle up for that? One of the key components is getting your sleep. And it may sound basic. It may sound fundamental. You may think of children when you think of naps and getting your sleep and everything like that. But trust me, whether you're young or old, naps are important. They are vital. It is the recharge for you. It is the reset. It is what allows you to get the juice you need to keep going. If you've ever battled with sluggishness and just dragging through your day, needing energy, needing your coffee, Nine times out of 10, you're not getting your sleep, all right? And it happens to everyone when you are especially trying to lose weight, okay? Uh, that moment when you realize that it's time to do something about your weight. And this is not a episode today about getting your sleep as much as it is 
about changing certain lifestyle habits, right? And so it may happen when you're looking in the mirror or standing on the scale and your first thought is, you know what? I'm going to go on a diet. I've got to go on a diet. But as quickly as that enters your mind, the ghosts of a hundred diets past return, right? Along with all of the frustration. And you wonder, well, why bother? You know, the, the weight will come back. It always has. And then you'll be back in front of the mirror as discouraged and as ever. And the answer is not to go on another diet. The answer is to change your lifestyle. And let me clarify again, as I do uh, many times when I use the word diet, when I use the word diet diet just means being aware of your your body's nutrition it doesn't mean any specific diet whether it be paleo vegetarian or vegan or anything like that diet is general terms when i use it general terms for controlling what it is that i eat or that i consume right and so the answer is not to go on another diet in the sense of the mainstream's version of the diet the answer is to change your lifestyle Right. And you've heard it y'all all before. Right. It makes sense. So why haven't you done it? All right. Here's why. Here's why your fitness lifestyle, the path towards a fitness lifestyle is impeded with so many obstacles. Most people resist changing their lifestyle for for two reasons, two main reasons. There are always many more, but two main reasons. One is that change is scary. I know that. We are creatures of habit. It's very human. I grew up in a family where where my father was definitely not a big proponent of change. And change is just not something that's welcome in anybody's life. But whether you realize it or not, your life is in a constant state of change, right? Though you cling to the familiar, it's a futile struggle and change always wins. I mean, think about it. When the first, when the first cell phone came out, we were, we were hyped up about it. It was an amazing improvement. Technology, technology had advanced, and we were victorious. But then just as soon as that phone came, in, came out, the next model came out, and the next model came out, until then you have the iPhone, and then you have all of these newer and newer advancements to where now, guess what? You wouldn't really imagine your life without a cell phone. And so change is always going to win. The most consistent thing in life, as a matter of fact, is change, right? And so since you'll never escape it, your best bet is to channel it. It's to make the change in your life purposeful and positive. And I'm always talking about purpose and positivity in the pursuit of fitness, right? Fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life, all right? And with fitness comes purpose with fitness comes positivity because fitness puts you in a place where you can exercise greater discipline and greater joy as you pursue uh, certain goals that may or may not even be specifically related to fitness. But because these goals are important, whether it be for family, whether it be for career, whether it be for a legacy, it's fulfilling in a way that makes it positive and adds to your purpose. OK, the second people, the second reason that most people resist changing their lifestyle. So, like I said, the first is it's scary. All right. You don't know what you don't know. And that fear of the unknown can keep us trapped and incarcerated by our fears. The second reason is because of lifestyle misconception. All right. So check this out. How many times 
have you heard the term healthy lifestyle, right? Only to picture a health nut with celery sticks in one hand, tofu in the other, rabbit food, which I call lettuce, on a plate. Well, the truth is that most people think that changing their lifestyle will be an extreme and unpleasant experience, and it's just not true. Anyone that can look at my diet can tell you that I don't eat completely clean all of the time. But at the same time, those who do know me and interact with me on a regular basis do know that there is an overarching theme of eating clean and eating healthy. All right. And eating clean is not always, like I said, eating celery, eating, um, you know, tofu and, and, and just never being able to um, enjoy Improving your lifestyle does not mean swearing off chocolate and candy. I love sweets, right? And it's not even all about living in the gym. Sometimes I don't get in the gym. Uh, Sometimes I don't get to work out maybe two or three days a week. But you don't have to eat wheat germ for lunch and never enjoy any sweets for you to get to the place where where you have lifestyle fitness, all right? You can still enjoy a nice plate of pasta, now, the, the, the key is, and I want you to understand this, it's real simple, is moderation. You'll hear me say that all the time. Moderation, which can be um, replaced with balance, all right? I can use those terms synonymously in this particular um, conversation. Moderation, balance, that is the key. To establishing a lifestyle of fitness. It's the key. It's how I've been able to maintain my fitness for so long. It's because it's balanced. It's because I'm conscious of what I'm eating. I'm making sure that the proportion of healthy, clean foods far outweighs my consumption of bad and sweet and junky food. But I I, I still make sure that I keep the the junky food in there from time to time on, with some sort of regularity because it's a not only a physical satisfaction, but it's also psychological because it gives me that reset. It, it, it contributes to my overall well-being where I'm not craving these junk foods because I know that I'll get them at some point where they, instead of them being a, a drug, right, to satisfy an addiction, they become a reward to satisfy good habits of working out and eating right. All right. That's very key. Rewind that. And listen to that part again um, if you need to. So it, it, it's time to lose your all or nothing mentality. That's how you begin to make the change. It's not about all or nothing. It's not about all healthy and no junk. It's not about all working out and no no social life, all right? Embrace the simple, small changes that will add up to big improvements in your lifestyle, all right? And these are your main venues for change, all right? You're going to need to change what you eat to some degree, all right? And so let's face it, most of the foods you eat aren't the healthiest. If you're experiencing frustration in your fitness, that is just the bottom line truth, all right? Some of the foods are downright, downright terrible, whether it's a big fat, greasy burger and fries that you had last week, or a big bowl of ice cream, um, you know, doused in, in sweets and sugar and confection on top. And then there are other foods that are just, they're not so much junky or bad for you as much as they are just simply excessive. 
for instance, the snacks you eat while watching TV. Sometimes you can pull up a TV and, you know, one thing I like to do is I like to grab comfort foods, maybe chips or, or some candy and snack throughout. And if you're sitting down for a couple hours to watch a movie, you will literally consume a lot of food that if you took one or two bites, wouldn't do much for wouldn't do much harm. But because you consumed throughout the entire period that you're watching TV, now you've done a lot of damage that you can't undo. Okay? So the solution to cleaning up your healthy diet is not to go back on a quote quote diet. In fact, I don't ever want you to go on a diet again. Instead, I want you to make permanent healthy changes to your eating habits. That's it. Here's some practical examples, all right? This is, this is by not by all means um, an exhaustive list. But, for instance, you could choose salad over chips or fries. And it doesn't have to be every day. You can do salad over chips and fries during the week, and then on the weekend have your chips and fries. You see how this thing works? It's all about moderation and balance. Don't add butter to your food. Now, I don't consciously add butter to my food. Um on the rare times I cook, I now have meal prep, uh, meal prep, but that's another big one. Okay. Eat fresh produce with every meal. All right. Now I struggle with that from time to time because produce is hard to get and it's hard to maintain, but you want to get into a routine and into a system where you can somehow consume regular fruits and vegetables. One thing I was able to do last week is got a, um, a big uh, plastic container from the grocery store that had various fruits inside of it. It had all of the berries, the strawberries, the blackberries, the blueberries, and ate out of those. And the thing about that is a very convenient way to make sure that you are getting fresh produce. All right. So it doesn't have to be anything extensive or overbearing, but it has to be something that's included and considered. Okay. Purchase fat-free dairy products. All right? Limit desserts to one or two per week. Cut out mindless snacking. Drink water and not soda. All right? And there are hundreds of hundreds of other things that you can do, all right, to make permanent healthy changes to your eating habits. But the bottom line is this. I don't expect you to eat a perfect diet every day of the week. That would be completely ludicrous. It would be against my personal philosophy. You should, however, make more, I stress the word more, healthy choices every day than unhealthy ones. And that is my bottom line statement, okay? Now, you can also create or implement change in what you do. Now, exercise is a huge component to a healthy lifestyle, and quite frankly, you're not getting enough of it. And so my question is, how often does an entire week go by without you ever lacing up your shoes, your tennis shoes, um, or setting foot inside of a gym, or heck, even being active on any level? Don't disregard the importance and power of a good workout. So um, when it comes to exercising, your new healthy lifestyle basically means exercising on most days of the week. My personal philosophy is a minimum of four days. You should definitely be exercising or moving or being active on at least four days of the week. It may seem tough, but I do have an amazing solution because that's how I create 
the, that, that's what forms the basis of my training programs, all right? That I create a lot of training programs for busy people, just like you. And you may feel like you don't have that much time to dedicate, but you don't need a whole lot of time. You just need to be consistent. It needs to be integrated into your lifestyle. You need to figure out and be able to figure out where all the opportunities are to put fitness in, whether it's going up and down your, escal your stairs every day instead of the elevator, or whether it's walking to work as opposed to catching a Lyft or an Uber or an Uber. All right. I understand how hard it is to find the motivation to stay consistent and to push yourself. Don't you know, don't misunderstand me on that, because I've even struggled with it as a in the past. But making exercise a no brainer is something that you should be willing to do and you can do by contacting me. Right. By visiting some of my Web pages, some of my social media pages. And um, before. Uh, I get off, I wanted to, before I end this episode, I wanted to share with you simple ways to move more in regards to this venue of change, being able to change what you do, all right? Watching less TV, that's a big one, okay? Stretching your muscles every day, stiff muscles, all right? Believe it or not, relaxation, stretching, those are all very important to caring for your body. Playing at the park with the kids or the dog, going for a jog, doing some push-ups every morning. None of these are meant as substitutes for a solid exercise routine, but are great ways to become more active and to improve your lifestyle. So remember this. Remember, your lifestyle is a balance of all the choices that you make regarding your body. So swing the balance in your favor. Make a majority of your choices health conscious. So the next time you're in front of the mirror, you won't worry about your weight, you'll relish it. The summer is coming. Uh, this will be full on heat, um, heat weather, beach weather, and you'll want to feel great. You'll want to feel confident, not just for this summer, but all the summers to come. All right. Family and friends love you more. You'll feel better around them as well. And so remember, fitness is a vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life. All right. So get fit, stay fit, be fit. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Yeah.